So, dude, I'm stoked on this, right? So, uh, we've got to know each other for the past six, seven years. Seven years? Eight years? Man, yeah, I don't it's, even know. Don't Time know. fucking flies. Are we in a simulation or not? There's so much more to it than even just a simulation. That's fair. I'm uh, on a, an alien kick. Really? Yeah. You know, I've got abducted by aliens. I've, I tried to tell Jake I got abducted by aliens, but he never believes me. I really did, Damn. honestly. In Irvine, California, I got abducted. I, it. I believe it, man. I, I just think there's weird stuff coming to light. And, um, yeah. you know, just looking at it, it's just kind of a... Uh, it's pretty obvious that, that it's real. Yeah, it, it totally is. And, I, you know, mm. weird shit happens, and I think there's something <laughs> that can control it. You know, something's out there controlling it, so... 100%. I, I just let it roll. Have you, have you seen aliens or been abducted? I've definitely seen alien phenomenon in the skies oh, yeah. dude back when i was living in laguna hills um just at night sitting outside looking at it, it's like there's that's not a fucking drone right that's not a plane that's not a fucking bird it's not superman it's <laughs> flying back and forth yeah um and then you just look at the the scale and scope of you know just our galaxy and uh, the universe as a whole and just apply the fucking the numbers 100 you know it's just like yeah if we think that we're alone then yeah. pretty fucking conceited <laughs> yeah man it's, it's for me the people that think like that we the earth's flat that's the shit that fucking confuses me bro that's the one i'll never get is that off the table are you, we're not we're not saying earth's flat right i don't think the earth is flat I man i, tr- flat, I yeah. trust i yeah. trust uh science and same i think it's pretty pretty reliable <laughs> same bro producer jake thinks earth's flat so that's why i had to say it <laughs> um, but, dude, I'm, I'm excited for this, man, because, you know, I, I want to throw it back for a second because I'm a big believer in manifestation, right? So growing up in Pittsburgh, PA, I grew up in a really small town outside of Pittsburgh called Avella, PA. And, dude, it's like that's where aliens live for sure, right? It's like that's where the unknown is. And, you know, out there everything was country music or it was – I mean, everything was country music, right? It was, there, was no, there was no metal. There was no rock scene. And I remember growing up, like, I was, a, I was a huge, you know, Manson fan, Slipknot fan, Rob Zombie fan, Ozzy fan, right? And then I was like, man, what's new and upcoming? And I would always buy my CDs at Hot Topic or, like, the local record store. And I, I miss those days in Hot Topic when it was, like, for fans of. Do you remember that? Like, when they would put, like, if you like, you know, Manson, Slipknot, you're going to check out this band or they're playing Ozfest. Do you remember those Absolutely. Days? So that's, so I remember walking in my Hot Topic and uh, Waking the Fallen album came out. And I was just like coolest artwork ever right and i just remember taking this home being like cool open it up and there's zachy v wearing the uh, jack daniels uh right the the jack daniels shirt eyeliner uh women's pants right the whole <laughs> yeah. the whole thing dyed black hair and i was like yo i relate to this like this is like i, I just remember thinking i don't even i don't even know how old i was then but like i saw that dude and no shit like i was like i want to go into music and fashion like this is what i want and i i played that album just I burned that CD for sure out, you know, like I totally. like burned a hole through it and it's sitting here, man. Like what, however many, how, what, when did Wake and Fallen come out? It must've been like 2001, 2002. Okay. So 20, yeah. 22, 20 years later, yeah. we're, we're sitting here, man. And, and it's just crazy. Cause like I visualized, I've always wanted to work with you guys. And then, you know, the first time I ever saw you guys play, well, first time I ever saw you guys play was on 18 visions tour, like forever ago. But first time I got to like really see you guys was I got invited from Kirk Hammock from Metallica because uh, we were collabing with them, Blackcraft was. And we were in Baltimore, Maryland, of all places, because I was living in Pittsburgh at the time. So I, so I came down, and I remember uh, he gave me those uh, snake pit passes. And I'm sitting in the snake pit, 
Dude, and I'm and I'm like, oh, I gotta see Avenge. Like, I gotta see Avenge. You know, so I'm chilling in the Snake Pit. I don't I don't know you guys yet, right? I, I don't know you guys. You guys come out, and Matt's wearing the Black Craft vest, and Johnny Christ is wearing the Believe in Yourself uh, T-shirt. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this is this is the craziest thing in the world. And I was like, manifest manifestation, dude. Like this kid from Avella, PA. You know what I mean? And then here we are on the stage with Metallica, like seeing that dude. Now to where we're at today, my mind is blown, bro. Well, I mean, I think that's amazing. And I see it happen. I've seen it happen so, so much. Um, so, so to hear you speak of it, I truly believe it can happen for, for anybody. And um, you just have to believe in it. You have to be yeah. passionate about it. Uh, speaking on the topic, I wanted to be exactly where I'm at. I wanted to be playing concerts around the world with my friends, mm-hmm. um, being able to wear what I want, do what I want, um, just be loud, and that dream became a reality. And I think if you believe in yourself and you put in the work, you know, the universe brings all that energy back together. 100%. And, and I feel like a lot of people just aren't born with the belief that these things are possible. Right. And I always try and tell people that are like, hey, you know, I'm, I want to be a singer. I want to do something like dream big mm-hmm. and go for it because you can definitely make it happen. Um, I'm definitely glad that we crossed paths, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that what we were doing then inspired you. You know, you're a few years younger than me. But what we were doing, I was inspired by, you know, the hardcore bands in Orange County mm-hmm. and um, the punk rock bands and like, it was such a great time for music. It was so cool. Everything uh, was kind of like a like a, a stab to the grunge movement and all that like '90s um, like depressing trying to write songs for the radio movement. Not even like mm-hmm. just such a bummer of, of music. And and all of a sudden, there's a bunch of bands coming out with like hardcore dancing and screaming and yeah. just heavy music and looking crazy and wearing makeup and wearing girls That pants. was my favorite ship. You guys bleeding through 18 Visions. Dude, like, it, OC was the spot for it. Like, and it, it was I, it. I was so lucky to get pulled into that world, mm. you know, by Matt. Matt was getting into the hardcore scene. And when we started the band, I was getting into these shows with him and seeing all these bands and being so cool. just, my eyes were open to a whole new style and it was just it was amazing to yeah. see every one of those shows in real time as these bands were coming up and all their side projects and seeing 18 visions you know and turn turn into throwdown and the members turn into bleeding through mm-hmm. and um bands like adamantium and, and just these bands spinning off and just just going in all directions and um and i feel like right now there's a resurgence of that same energy in music mm-hmm. with bands like knock loose People are excited about it when they played Coachella. Knocked Loose is so sick, dude. dude. It's amazing. It just reminds I, me of that. Loving Knocked Loose. Turnstile. Turnstile is, is, is another great band. You know, absolutely. So sick, dude. I love that shit. But I'm I'm excited, man. It's cool because like I'm I'm grateful because we became friends. I was called, let's call it eight years ago. Right? Let's just put a stamp on it. Eight yeah. years ago, um, you know, you know, I, I got to see you guys. Uh, what was the tour you guys uh, didn't do? It was the end of the world tour, right? Yeah. I, I you know I got to see you know you guys on the off cycle and going through all that and everything you've done with merch and just kind of like. 
this big buildup to the new album, right? It was so inspiring just to watch it all come out. Because, like, I was behind the scenes watching it all. Like, you guys cur- you guys curated fucking everything. Dude. It, bro, like, being with you guys through that whole process, like, that downtime to what is now, it's so it, it's making me rethink everything I'm doing. Like, it, it's made me legit. You guys are a big reason what got me into Smoke Blackcraft, which we're, we're here to talk about with your drink. It, like, just made me think about everything different. Like, I, I just feel like everybody in the rock metal world is too comfortable and you guys just shook it all up. Like well, literally just shook everything up, dude. Having the time off gave us a chance to look at ourselves and um, really reflect. You know, you get to that mm-hmm. point in life when your life changes, you know, we have families now, we have obligations and the easy road is Make the, ne- make the next Hail to the King album mm-hmm. or you know, do Nightmare Part 2. Go package up with the same bands you've always played with. You know, sell the same amount of tickets. Get a paycheck. You'll be comfortable. And that just never really sat well with any of us. And it wasn't like an internal discussion like, hey, what are we going to do to reinvent ourselves? Like, I didn't fucking care. It was, it was what are we going to do to not want to not do this? Because I never want to feel like I'm phoning it in. Mm-hmm. And I never want to feel like I'm just putting on the heavy metal vest and you know, trying to grow my hair and trying to fit in in hopes of being the next Metallica. I just, mm. it just doesn't feel right. We didn't start the band to do that. Right. We wanted to be insane. We wanted to dress crazy. <laughs> we wanted to write crazy music. And I think we all collectively at the same moment realized you either have to go all in on what you love and be completely fearless, which is what we've always lived and died by. Mm-hmm. And if you try and get pulled into the realm of playing it safe, which so many people do, because it's easy to do when you have mouths to feed and, mm-hmm. and go up there and, and just go through the motions, um, that's career suicide. And we collectively just said, let's have fun with this. Like, no matter, no matter what, do what we want to do bounce off each other's ideas and let's be happy as a band the five of us right and if anybody else likes it great if they don't fuck it at least we went down with the ship the way that we should and a lot of that came from you know watching my band members and myself you know just step outside their comfort zones and and dive into the world of you know um mind enhancing drugs and and stuff Mm -hmm. and seeing people like Matt and Sin come out of their experiences with an entirely different um, perspective on life was, was intriguing to me mm-hmm. because I felt like those guys were getting stuck in a rut and I felt like I was getting stuck in a rut. And all of a sudden you realize if you take care of yourself mentally and spiritually and physically as best you can, you become the best version of yourself. And what does that mean? It means every single day is all you have to work with. And that day is gonna give you ups and downs. You are going to, you could wake up feeling great and you know, throughout the day it could start dragging you down. And uh, it happens to all of us. But what you need to do is try and make every single day as best you can. And I I think that there's just certain small things, you know, Mm -hmm. self-medicating that can pick up your mood and let you end that day on a better note or just take you out of the mundane um, cycle of life just trying to 
beat you up, you know, throw you through the washing machine on a daily basis, and just succumbing to that. There's ways to take yourself out of that and bring joy back into life and bring joy into the little things, you know, your family, you know, sometimes your kids are acting crazy, whatever. Um, there's ways to, like, say, like, this is fucking awesome. This is all I have to work with. Yeah. And what do I need to do to get, you know, mentally in the space where every day is a fucking win? Dude, and, and it's the perfect segue. I mean, it's literally why I started Smoke Blackcraft, right? We have, a, we have a new company now called Smoke Blackcraft because of that. L- literally, like, I was drinking myself, like, to death, dude, like, daily. Like, I was like, it, you know, th- like, what you said, dude, life beats you up sometimes, you know? And it's like, you know, look at my life. Everyone's like, man, you got the world at the fingertips. But it's like, I got my own shit going on, you know, that I, that I battle with depression and stuff. And I just got to the point where I was like, man, drinking this fucking bottle of Maker's Mark every day is not going to solve it. It, it. it feels great in that moment. I was like, there's got to be something better. And I always loved cannabis, you know? And I, I, was, I was a user, but I never really, like, looked at it as, like, medicine. Like, I kind of got, you know, with John Reese, my partner, John Reese and Jason, like, they kind of taught me about it as, like, medicine. And I'm like, well, fuck, I love getting high, and this is a good feeling. And then I started smoking. I'm like, I get more creative on it. I don't get depressed. I don't get sad. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't, I'm nicer, right? and I sleep great. I wake up not feeling bloated, even though I feel really bloated right now, but I drank last night. Uh, but no, man, I, I don't know. It's just it's the big reason why I want to start Smoke Blackcraft. It, it just, it's helping so many people, and it's helping myself, right? So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to go down this path with you, and, and now we're in the Delta space. With, we did our bat-shaped gummies, which um, you saw those, and uh, we got disposables now. And I'm stoked to talk about your drink, because it's launching really soon, actually, and uh, D9 shot. We, we talk, let's talk about it. 75 milligrams. Yeah, well, you know, I, you know, I've grown up in, in the world of touring and traveling and being around mm-hmm. bands and tons of drinking and partying. And, um, you know, people call it vices, but, you know, life is a vice. It's always Abs- closing in on you. Absolutely. And some of these are outlets that can make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they make you feel worse in the long run or aren't great for you. And when I saw what you were doing with Smoke Black Craft, I took note of it because I was like, you know, this is going to be really cool for people that just want to have fun. But I think there's more to it. Mm-hmm. I think that there's actually people that are going to benefit on a daily basis or a weekly basis oh, yeah. and just enhance their mood. Like, like you said, you dealt with depression. Like I, I do. Everyone does. Yeah. I haven't met a person that doesn't. Yeah. And it's just uplifting, and it can just bring people into a good mood. Mm. And for me, I was like, you know, how do you find the perfect balance to um, sustain, you know, that feeling throughout the day or for for a longer time without doing too much or taking yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, out of the game? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you drink, you can pace yourself. And, you know, there's people that are affected differently by everything. Some people can't drink. Some people get too high. Some people, you know, just get high on life by running marathons. And everyone's different. I just kind of think that if you do a little bit of whatever you need to keep your head correct or make yourself have the, you know, the best day possible, then it's a total win. And with this, you know, product that, that we've been working on together... It was really about finding something that just brings your mood up. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it going overboard. Right. Um, it's just, for me, it's done wonders. Like, mm-hmm. it's, 
I have fun with it. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I can be a better version of myself. Sleep great. <laughs> Sleep great. Wake up feeling better. Yeah. Um, but it just helps me be a better version of myself. It's, uh, you know, Delta, low-ish dose. Yep. It's not. It's, it's actually a low dose for Delta, 75 milligrams for the shot. Well, it's, my thing is, like, I, I like to enjoy, you know, um, company of my friends, hanging out, mm-hmm. like, after we play a concert, you know, talk philosophy, talk philosophy yeah. like, talk yeah, yeah. next moves and stuff. So I just don't want to put myself on, on my ass. Right. Like, that's you just, don't want our bat-shaped gummies, the, the bat gummies, 200 milligram, put you on your ass kind and, of vibe. And, and, some, and some people. Sometimes it's good. And that's. A, a perfect dose for, for people right. with, with higher tolerance right. um, or, or that, you know, like that feeling or whatever. And this is something where I feel is like formulated to take at a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to heighten your senses, it's going to make the, you know, hopefully make us sound better. <laughs> but it's just going to, it's going to make you have fun. You're going right. to interact with your friends, your family members, um, the entire experience. And it's just something to enhance that, that mood of which should already just be an amazing time. Right. That's, I just want to give people the ultimate experience and make that the very best day that they're going to have in a long time. That's, that's what I do. That's why I do what I do. Oh yeah, man. I'm excited. So we're launching that uh, this month on the 21st. We'll be, it'll be online, deltaextracts.com. Uh, and then we're going to be launching it Louder Than Life too, which I'm so excited to see you play at, man. That's going to be so crazy. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I'm thrilled about it. Fuck yeah, dude. When do you leave for tour? You leave, you guys start? I, th- I think we leave on uh, just a few days from now, um, which is wild because it feels like we just walked off stage um, <laughs> yesterday, but, you know, it's been about five weeks. Yep. And it's trying to adjust has been wild. It makes every day just a complete it's gotta be ride. Cra- it's got to be crazy, dude. Like, you know, coming off stage and, like, you guys just sold out Madison Square Garden, sold out the forum. Coming off stage, like, what is that like, bro? Like, you're in rock star mode, Zachy mode, and then it's like, you come off stage, you got your kids, you got your wife, you come home, and is it just like, are you going crazy when you're home because it's so still, or do you enjoy it? I absolutely enjoy every minute of it, and it's the fucking wildest thing because I got two young kids that are fucking party animals, they're wild, (laughs) Um, never a dull moment. Um, I can barely keep up with them. But the, finding the magic in that, in the fucking chaos, and that's why I fell in love with being on tour, like being in the band. Like mm-hmm. Avenged Sevenfold, the life of surrounding it is chaotic, and it always has been. But right now I find myself in the best of both worlds because when we are on tour, there is no phoning it in. It's pure passion. Mm-hmm. We are leaving fans on the edge of the seat. We are pissing people off. We are confusing people. I see people fucking, I see the look on their faces. We are causing genuine reactions. Good, bad, ugly, you name it. We are fucking doing exactly what we set out to do 25 years ago. And to me, that makes me feel young. It makes me feel like I'm going to live forever. And then when I get home and seeing the life in my children and the fucking youthfulness and the fucking madness and watching them destroy shit and fucking, and I'm pulling my hair out. And I just, I fucking love it. And the reason that I love it is because I found a way, you know, to pace myself, make every day the best, you know. And like I said, it's just taking care of yourself. There's, there's small little tricks to life. Um, and not everything works for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but I find for myself, it's just everything um, in the right dose. And 
I it love just, that. you know, every yeah. day, I just, it doesn't mean that every day is going to be great. You know, life hands you shit. It's completely out of your control. Mm -hmm. But what's not out of your control is how you handle it. Mm -hmm. How you can always step back into yourself, take a deep breath, find yourself, look at everything, realize, you know, what life is, how short it is, look at the good. Yeah. And then it's a little easier to just not feel so overwhelmed, you know? Absolutely, bro. I'll tell you the craziest thing. I haven't told you this yet, but speaking of, like, events with pioneering and, and everything, what's so crazy to me, bro, and what's so inspiring to me, right? Because if when I talk smoke Blackcraft on a, for a second, there's nothing in the rock space. Do you know this? Like, there's nothing in the cannabis space, like, for rock or metal fans. Do you know that? It don't exist. until Well, now it does because smoke Blackcraft exists, right? Um, but I'll tell you what was so crazy, pioneering, and, like, literally, dude, Avenge, like, for real, like, real shit on the record, Avenge Sevenfold inspired me to do this, like, venture with Smoke Blackcraft. Like, I said, to start thinking about everything different with the brand, you know? I was like, I can't keep putting out black and white t-shirts. Like, you're going to die off at some point, you know? You got to, like, keep reinventing yourself, and being around you and being around Matt and the guys, like, it's so inspiring. But the thing that blew my mind the most about Avenge Sevenfold is I went to the show at the Forum, which was like the coolest thing in the world, seeing it sold out after how many years, you know, us working out together and just talking about this day it's coming and all the West Lang art and just seeing it, right? Craziest fucking thing in the world to me is I'm at a metal show, get to see my boy Ronnie open up, right, for you guys, which is the coolest fuck. I used to live in a van with Ronnie, by the way. Like, I'm so stoked he's on tour with you guys. I'm so stoked you guys are taking him out. Um, but the craziest part to me is I'm looking around the arena and I like hit my buddy, I like, I like elbowed my buddy. And I'm like, bro, look around right now. He's like, what? Like, it sold out. I'm like, yeah, but bro, just look, just look in the crowd for a second. He's like, I don't get it. What? I'm like, bro, have you ever been to a metal show and seen fucking tan and white t-shirts? <laughs> bro, you guys are putting out tan and white. T I've never seen that at a metal show ever. Like, it don't exist. Like, that's insane to me. We had to rewrite the script because we were getting bored in our hearts with what was happening. Mm -hmm. And we started finding inspiration. Um, we weren't searching for it. We stumbled upon things and had us scratching our heads thinking, wait a minute, there's never been any rules to what we have to do. Mm -hmm. Why did we start falling in line? And not that we ever did. I mean, I feel like the stage is crazy ambitious yeah. and held to the king, you know, even though it's more, um, let's say watered down, as you know, a lot of people like it and it was very successful. Mm -hmm. But you get to where when you feel that you have to release another one of those albums to make people happy, mm -hmm. you want to burn it all down. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to do anything because I feel yeah. forced to make somebody happy because they think they know what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. That's not why I did this. And, you know, we can make black shirts. We can make fucking pink shirts. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And, um, and if people embrace it, great. But do the best that you possibly can do. We're not just going out there putting out products to, to see what works. Right. We're like, this is fucking awesome. This is what needs to happen. There's a lot of energy when you go in that room at the forum of MSG and you see, you know, 18,000 people all <laughs> in <there>. white shirts. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it's just different. It's, yeah. it's saying, hey, you know, step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, we all love Metallica. When they come play the stadium, go to the show. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. But... Don't expect us to be them, right. and don't expect falling to be Avenged Sevenfold. Right. Just enjoy art for what it is, and you'll find that the world's a much more colorful place, and it's just way more fucking awesome. Absolutely. Man. And, um, yeah, I love that you stepped outside 
you know, your comfort zone and tried something different because that's a, a huge shift. Mm -hmm. And it's well received because there aren't brands in, you know, like the, the rock, metal, heavy music space that, um, you know, are doing the cannabis thing. Or right. it's, it's kind of different. The packaging is different. The branding is different. It appeals to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the look of it. I love the vibe of it. It's the Thanks, shit man. that I grew up with. You know that. Yeah. I mean... I mean, bro, for me, legit, like, when I'm, when I'm sitting here creating this, I'm like, what would Event Sevenfold do? What would Zachy, fucking Brian, you know, Jody, what would Matt do? Like, how would you guys do this? That's what's going through my head, you know? Even this, dude, like, when we, when we plan to do the shoot and stuff, I was like, we just got to think so outside the box. You know, for me right now, it's Ronnie, what Falling Reverse is doing. I'm, I'm loving it. Travis Scott and Event Sevenfold. Like, for me, it's just like, I don't know. You guys, all three of you are, like, aliens, I'm pretty sure, from, not from this fucking planet. Dude, but. oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming more and more certain of it yeah. now that I'm getting older, that I might <laughs> fall in line. But I just love artists that keep me on my toes and throw me for a loop. Mm -hmm. And I don't realize it in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's not never instant gratification. It's always um, after the fact, like... What are they doing? Why did they do that? This is fucking weird. I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Right. But I think about it. And it stays with me. Oh, yeah. And it makes an impact. And all of a sudden, you start realizing that's the whole fucking point of it. Right. The entire point of it is to do what you do and have it stick with somebody and let it become a part of them. Yep. And take up a portion of their mind where they're thinking about what you've created. And that's really... The only way to inspire people. Yep. And that's what Waking a Fallen did for me and the new album did for me, man. When I got to hear the new album before it came out, I told you, bro, I cried. It took me on a roller coaster. I've, I felt sad, happy, depressed. It made me feel a certain way, you know, and it, it's, it's ingrained in me, man. I'm grateful. Thanks for believing in this, dude. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing the show today. Of course. I'm stoked for the launch, man. So September 21st, uh, online, DeltaExtracts.com, and we'll see you at Louder Than Life. Awesome, man. See you there, bro. Thanks, dude.